Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and we are streaming live from the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Studio. And today we have the pleasure of having Leah Strike on our show today. She is going to tell us about her passion for functional medicine and how she got into functional medicine. If you've listened to us long enough, you guys have heard us talk about functional medicine and Functional medicine is treating the root of the problem in just instead of just treating symptoms like we do in traditional medicine. So Leah, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your history and how you got into functional medicine. Well, I grew up in Washington State and I went to WSU. My undergrad was in um, human science and nutrition. And so I graduated and became a registered dietitian. So I worked and had a passion in health and wellness and grew up doing gymnastics and cheerleading and sports. So as I was practicing as a dietitian, I just saw like a huge, you know, gap in people's health and lifestyle. And of course, my training as a dietitian at the time was very you know, food guide pyramid based. And I was like, oh man, there's got to be more than, you know, counseling on these little tidbits of nutrition and behavior change. So I decided to go back to school to become a PA so that I could have a broader scope of practice, which at the time you think, oh, you know, a broader scope of practice, I can prescribe medications now and um, also educate on nutrition and different things. And so I went to PA school through the University of Washington. You heard um, go, do- go dogs. <laughs> well, I was in Pullman for four years, so I'm kind of a oh. coog at heart. But <laughs> so, but yeah, I, uh, my husband and I got married, and we were up for going on an adventure after I graduated PA school. We were living in Spokane at the time, so I kind of applied all over. And we actually ended up um, in Alaska on the Kenai Peninsula. And, you know, we thought we'd move to Hawaii because who wouldn't want to live in Hawaii or something. But we had this opportunity and the doctor that I was going to be working for was like, oh, well, I practice functional medicine. And, you know, your background as a dietitian seems like it would be a good fit. I was like, great, that sounds great. But I didn't know what functional medicine was at the time. So we moved to Alaska to, you know, go on the adventure. And, and of course, Alaska is beautiful and so many great outdoor experiences. And I got to learn, you know, regular medicine and functional medicine kind of at the same time, which was super overwhelming because, you know, PA school is just so fast and you're getting a ton of information. And then he's talking about supplements and, you know, just outside the box stuff I didn't learn in PA school. And so it was just a lot to learn, but it was really fast to see um, how patients responded to, you know, having the lifestyle approach and a little bit more digging at root cause and, I fell in love with it and I just learned and did lots of different conferences through different uh, functional medicine organizations and then mostly just experience over the last 10 years working with patients um, has evolved a lot. And of course, the interest, as you guys have probably experienced in functional medicine, 
is grown and just integrative health and holistic health and really taking charge of your own health is um, super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, I think it's kind of the, the future of medicine. Um, I think, you know, when you look at a lot of what's going on in our healthcare system, traditional treatments are just not working. And I'm not saying they're not necessary. I mean, you know, Jan and I are two pharmacists. We understand that. But, um, you know, when you look at our healthcare system, people are sicker than they've ever been. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's interesting, you know, in the paradigm, it used to be mostly, you know, a lot of patients see, you know, all their doctors and specialists and get all the testing and they're, they're fine or normal or within normal limits. And they're still feeling sick and tired and, you know, not living their best life. So it's, exciting to be able to give them hope and, you know, sometimes just kind of the motivation and lifestyle tools to really feel better. And then, you know, I see it all the time and it's interesting because, you know, I always talk to people about simple symptoms like headaches, you know, and we have a paradigm for, you know, treating headaches or migraines, but depending on that individual, it's, you know, sometimes we do stress management and that gets rid of headaches or progesterone therapy and that get rid- gets rid of headaches or food, you know, gut microbiome. So it's just so individualized and it's fun to help people like find their own health journey and feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Janet, what kind of questions do you have for Leah? So Leah, did you ever work in a big clinic or have you always just been in a smaller setting and and um, working one-on-one with your clients? I feel really blessed. You know, I've mostly just been in smaller clinics in Alaska. I did do, you know, primary care, urgent care. And then as the clinic grew, was able to do more focus on functional medicine. And then I was able to come back to my hometown and be able to utilize that experience in functional care. Of course, you know, I have friends and um, colleagues that work in other healthcare systems. And it's just, you know, a different paradigm. And I feel blessed that the time I get to spend with patients is um, essential. And it's hard because it, in this medical paradigm to be able to see people for 30 to minutes to an hour and really dig and get to know um, and do functional testing. There can be a cost barrier and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I've been lucky to kind of be able to work in this paradigm. And I think I would not be able to turn back now. <laughs> so I can tell you, um, I can think off off the top of my head. In fact, we've had at least two, maybe three um, registered dietitians on our show and they kind of changed their view of what they were taught um, once they got into the system. And um, so tell us a little bit about that. What, what, what made you, was there an aha moment or what, what made you change, you know, your, 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 your um, thought, your thought, all the things that you learn in, in, um, in school about, you know, what we're teaching people with diet. Right. And of course, it's changed so much over the last decade. You know, at the time, you know, it's like it was really food guide pyramid based. And um, people would ask me, you know, should I try like eliminating gluten from my diet or should I try this or 
And I was like, oh no, you know, it's just calories in, calories out. But, you know, that didn't really create a lot of um, traction. It re- I just didn't see the results. It was a lot of mo- a lot more behavior change. Like, let's try to work on, you know, one less soda a day. Yeah. And I didn't even at that time have the tools to really counsel on behavior change or stress management or just the paradigm of our culture and stress, you know, really being at the root cause of a lot of symptoms or exacerbating them. And now as I learned functional medicine and gut microbiome and, you know, the interplay with hormones and gut and food and, you know, nutrients versus and how they fuel our cells versus just food in general, um, and be able to create change for people and them getting results and feeling better, quicker. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, with experience working with people and seeing the results was like the biggest eye-opening thing. Janet, what questions do you have? So the one size fits all obviously is not what you're practicing, which is no. encouraging, right? Yeah, right. But, but there must be a little bit of pushback. So what kind of pushback do you get from your fellow colleagues? Because, you know, functional medicine and um, traditional medicine sometimes don't mesh very well together. I mean, sometimes it does. It depends on your setting. But what kind of pushback have you felt from your approach? Yeah, I think there's always a lot of skepticism uh, as far as looking at, you know, peer-reviewed research and the conventional algorithms don't always include, you know, our type of testing or, you know, just experiencing, you know, a lot of medical providers just don't want to order, you know, tests that patients have researched and want information about their own bodies. Of course, now there's a lot of direct-to-patient testing available. But, uh, you know, I get patients that come in that just say, you know, my doctor said supplements are worthless. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm a big supplement pusher either. I don't want people dependent on 300 vitamins, just like medications. But... You know, sometimes identifying and treating some basic nutrient deficiencies to get their cells working, their methylation or genetics optimized, and they feel better. And they're like, wow, that did make a big difference. And But a lot of times they're being told, like, there's just, you know, no help that, you know, vitamins can do or, you know, diet's not really going to change, you know, the way that you feel or won't get rid of your headaches if you, you know, do just certain dietary changes. So I think there's just that communication to patients Well, where I will get pushback. Sometimes I work more as like a primary care. Uh, a lot of times I'll be kind of consulting on the side. So you'll get a little bit of, you know, clash in like what providers are saying. I think patients have access to, or we all have access to more information than other, which is, Great and confusing all at the same time, but yeah. Well, I find it odd. I mean, I, I get into uh, debates every once in a while with um, uh, with certain drugs. I'll just use an example: statins, for instance. Um, and you know, Jan and I am speaking for her, but Jan and I just we we you know we're two pharmacists. We don't believe in statins, um, and I mean cardiologists just love them. 
And, you know, the gold standard is statins, you know, if your cholesterol is over 200 or, or whatever, um, but you don't look at the overall picture of the whole patient. And functional medicine, you dive in deep and you find out what all's going on. Well, I know when I've talked to a cardiologist and I'll, you know, they say, well, the, the studies do show that statins decrease mortality. And I just don't know if I buy that. I mean, um, first of all, you can manipulate data. Um, also, you know, absolute risk versus relative risk. But what's, you know, you're telling me, Mr. Cardiologist, that, you know, you can have a patient that's 150 pounds overweight that has a horrible diet, horrible diet, horrible lifestyle, isn't sleeping, um, you know, doesn't move, and you're going to give them a statin and you're going to increase their mortality. I'm not buying it. Right. You know, and then you tell them that lifestyle changes are important and they say, well, that's not what the studies show. The studies show that, that you know, statin is the most important. It's like, seriously, it's like, how do you explain that to somebody? I mean, how do you get that through their mind that, you know, pharmaceuticals are not the answer? Mm-hmm. Right. And that comes to a lot of... Um education and I and the psychological state of people and um, giving them the tools and different information I guess that they can kind of take charge of their own health uh, I give the same talk to patients about bioidentical hormones and you know the data from the you know, women's health initiative and different you know true risks versus you know but also being able to provide really, great things, you know, obviously with, um, hormone replacement, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's difficult because you're up against very big messages and studies and, um, yeah, just kind of that push of an education and information. So it's really giving people, you know, a bigger point of view and perspective, but I just find, and I'm lucky that, you know, people often are searching for an alternative approach. And so I'm able to really work with them on that. And there are, you know, some providers that are definitely more open-minded than others. Um, But we can all agree that, and it might not show up in like medicine treatment, but that lifestyle is so important and it's really the foundation of health. So what are your thoughts when a healthcare professional says, oh, patients don't want to change their lifestyle. They just want to take a medication and and then that'll then they'll be fine. What are your what are your what's your response to that? There's no one size fits all. It just there and there's and it's really digging deeper. You know, I really found even with the functional medicine approach you know, you could have every nutrition supplement protocol in the world, but it there is that mind-body piece to it and connecting with people at a certain level to, to initiate change and find that, that reason for change, I think, is definitely an art that is needed in holistic and conventional care. Because stress is so such a big part of our culture, um, you know, the quick fix is a big part of our culture. 
comforts, you know, we're learning now longevity, you know, sauna, cold therapy, fasting, you know, like all these extreme things are making us better because we're used to being in, you know, heat and air conditioning and eating, you know, having food access, a lot of people. Um, And so being able to push people outside their comfort zones and really create a balance to feel better. That makes sense. So what do you like treating the most? Is there one thing that you have a passion for when it comes to functional medicine? I keep trying to figure this out because I I was like, it would just be so easy if I could just really focus on, you know, like just gut health or just hormones. I do a lot of women's health and, um, and, you know, hormone balancing, but in functional medicine, everything's so interconnected. So I was like, I can't really give up anything like brain health, cognitive health, performance, recovery, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to help all walks of life. Um, of course now I have kids, I have a four year old and seven year old, um, one of my kids has special needs and I see a huge, you know, need for health, Um, an integrative holistic care for kids in general, but especially with special needs and being able to, to give parents tools beyond what's offered just conventionally. So. Jen, do you have any comments? I do because, you know, I'm thinking about, we talk about conventional and traditional medication and, and health, but really it's very short. I mean, if you look at the history of medication and you look at the history of doctors and shamans and the world as a, a, a historical perspective on healthcare, um, we put a lot into the faith of that provider helping us in ways. And, and you know, we talk about the placebo effect, but um, I really believe that there's something um, in the holistic and what you're doing that brings back some faith because that's something that has kind of been struggling with with clients in the past two years because the narrative that they've been told or what what they don't feel like they're being heard, they're just being rushed in and rushed out or they're not receiving the care. I mean, people are kind of demanding that to come back and, and that's a positive because one thing that you touched on is a human as a whole, right? We are, as an organism, we are a whole so you can't take away the brain function and the gut function because they, they're two things that kind of go together and we've kind of chopped people up in our healthcare right now. So um, I really think we're kind of returning back, like we're turning back a page to our, our, our roots of healthcare and looking at the person from a spiritual person as well, because if we're stressed and running around and, uh, you know, there is no calming and there's, you know, so this is really exciting from my perspective because um, both Sean and I, you know, we're watching our clients walk out the door with bags of prescriptions, but they were returning worse, right? Right. Not not better. So it, it, I guess from my perspective, hearing your story and and your clients, um, it's very positive. So um, that leads me into, I want to hear a story of something that just touched your heart or your practice in a way that um, would be interesting for our our, uh, listeners to hear. 
A success story. Yeah, success story. Okay, I'm going to try to rack my brain. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, you know, there's a lot of like hormonal yeah. imbalances in young women, a lot of period issues, um, a lot of fertility concerns. So I just, I think it's exciting um, when people can get pregnant and, you know, sometimes even after failing like different treatments and be able to balance their hormones with stress management and detoxification and different, you know, tools um, to be able to create new life. And I think that's really exciting. Um, I, there's just a lot of stories. I always think of, you know, headaches and migraines and mm-hmm. being able to get rid of debilitating chronic pain, I think is, you know, it plays on the psyche and um, being able to do different dietary changes and whatnot. So I can't think of like a specific story right now. There's just a lot of good things that keep me doing what I do for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh, those are great success stories. It <laughs> yeah. sounds like you've had a lot of successes with fertility and that's very, very rewarding for sure. And I'm going to guess a lot of them went standard route, you know, for fertility treatments. We've We've had this happen in our pharmacy before where they went standard route for fertility treatments and and they failed. And then they come to a functional medicine type practitioner that knows about hormones and, you know, they're pregnant within a couple months. We, we've got half a dozen of those stories at least that we can think of. You know, definitely. that's very rewarding. And I definitely resonate with coming back to like the ancient wisdom and um, spirituality. I'm actually just finishing up um, doing yoga teacher training. And it's certainly interesting to learn about different elements of like Chinese medicine and, you know, things coming up in science that are proving what we, you know, saw in ancient medicine times Um, and thinking of the placebo, like, Joe Dispenza's like, you are the placebo effect and like the chemical effects in the brain. And I think it's, it's really exciting to give people those informations, like that information and science that's coming out that you can really change your health. So it looks like we have some comments, Steph. Can we um, string those comments? Is that your fan club there? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sue Clark Board. That would be my really mother. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Like, you're, you're popular. You're, you're a celebrity, Leah. Thank yes. you. And I think we have one more. Is that another one of your fan club? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love Barf. it. So. Yeah. Well, what our goal with this podcast is to educate and empower individuals to take charge of their own health. And you've already said that at least twice that I know of. And that's really, I think, what we have to do is educate and empower people to take charge of their own health. They only talk to a pharmacist or they only talk to a physician's assistant or any healthcare professional, you know, an, an hour a month at best, but they deal with their own body 24 hours a day. So, in order to really, really take charge to to get have be the best um, health, they have to be responsible, and we have to educate them to to help them do that. That's really all we can do, right? Right, definitely. So, at, oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something, Leah? Well, I just I always tell people, you know, sometimes you get caught up in like the sick paradigm or you know symptoms or, and in the end, it's about 
it's about living our, your best life and really being happy and being able to enjoy the things that you love doing and the relationships and community and being part of that. So I think bigger picture perspective is like a huge point that I always make with patients too. So we kind of already, you kind of already talked about your passion a little bit, um, uh, professionally at least, but um, what, what other passions do you share? Maybe, maybe personally. We have a passion for. Hmm. I I love, and I have to attribute this to my husband, but I do love being in nature. And I didn't necessarily grow up that way, but uh, when we started dating, um, he introduced me to backpacking and hiking, and then of course living in Alaska. Um, being able to see beauty untouched is, and it's it's good for the soul. It's, you know, there's science in that too. Absolutely. um, In fact, tune in in a few weeks because we will have uh, Dr. Amy Beard back on our podcast. She's a functional medicine doctor in Arkansas. And she, we're going to talk about nature therapy. She lives in the woods in Arkansas. And it's a perfect, yeah, it'll be a perfect location for that. And it is, there's, you know, um, think about how, how much better you feel when you get outside you know, and there's so oh, yeah. many things. Yeah, there's so many things. And, you know, some people say, oh, it's vitamin D and, and sunlight. It, it's just, it's way more than that. It's just way more than that. It's things right. that we will never, ever be able to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's part of functional medicine. It's like, you know, movement is medicine. What all does movement do when we, when you know, when we stimulate our bodies to move? We don't know. We just know it makes us feel better. I mean, there's a few things we do know. There's a lot we don't know. That's why diet, exercise, movement, sleep are so important because it's that's how our bodies were made to function. Yeah, it definitely. looks like you had another fan club from Alaska. Did you see that comment? <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> we miss Alaska too. <laughs> Speaking of nature therapy, Alaska is yeah. the perfect nature therapy. Although oh, I don't is. know if I'd like the winters there. I imagine it's starting to get kind of cold, and the nights are getting long. Yeah, I have been saying that I've really enjoyed this, as you guys have experienced this wonderful fall weather that we've yeah. been getting. Is yeah. Yeah, Pretty crazy. nice. Yeah. So as we wind this podcast up, Leah, I want to thank you for um, helping us realize our goal. And I also want to ask, what is the best way to get a hold of you? So I work at Optum Clinic in Spokane, and we are we have our website, um, and we're online, like Instagram and normal social media. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I thank you, Leah, for helping us realize our goal of educating and empowering individuals to take charge of their own health. Keep doing that for us, please. Thank you. Thanks for having me and you you. too. And thank you for being on. All right. Well, tune in Thursday because we will have on our midweek podcast, we will have another guest on. And let me see. I should, you know, if you've seen me watch, I do this every time even though I should know what it is ahead of time. Oh, that's right. I just remembered. It won't be Thursday. It'll be Friday. We have a special edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. We will be streaming live from Pennsylvania. We will be talking um, to Dr. Courtney uh, Cicoletti. She is a pharmacist, a resident pharmacist, I like to call her. And we'll be talking about hair analysis. I actually, Janet, cut off some of my hair and we put it in a sample to see what kind of hair I have. We're going to do a trace trace mineral analysis of my hair to make sure that I'm healthy. So tune in for that. I'm not sure the time yet, but um, there will be, I think it's like 11 o'clock 
um, Eastern time, but not sure of that. So just stay tuned. Watch me on my Facebook page, on the Mosaic Professional Pharmacy YouTube site, on Twitter and LinkedIn, and you can see all of this live. So tune in again, and I thank you for tuning in today. Thank you. Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham.